And I always encouraged my teams to tell me exactly what they needed in order to accomplish their plans. You're listening to the Audible Ready Podcast, the show that helps you and your teams sell more faster. We'll feature sales leaders sharing their best insights on how to create a sales engine that helps you fuel repeatable revenue growth. Presented by the team at Force Management, a leader in B2B sales effectiveness. Let's get started. Welcome to the Audible Ready Podcast. I'm Rachel Clapp Miller with Force Management, joined today by John Kaplan. Good morning, Rachel. Great to be here. Today, John, we're going to talk about how you get the resources you need to get your deal done. It's an important topic. I know a lot of the people who listen to our podcast, this is hits right at home. They're trying to close a big deal. They need resources from around the company to get it done. And we often talk about it as it relates to sales planning. Again, great topic, Rachel. Rachel, I really, I really appreciate these because it really just brings me back to my selling and sales leadership days. It's this topic really comes up in two big areas in an operational model for sales. It comes up when working, you know, an opportunity through a sales process, and it comes up when creating your plan to make your plan in the sales planning process. So there's an individual level, and then there's the overall planning where this idea of successfully getting resources to help you close a deal comes into play. And I know the challenge comes for a lot of the salespeople in these complex organizations. Many of you out there are working in matrixed organizations, and it's much more difficult to do when you are well along in a sales process or well along in the year and, and you need pipeline. Is there a way to break down or what do you tell people, John, when you when they need to break down how they think about the resources that they're going to need? So a company has to plan for this in very specific ways. So in a sales process, it should be very clear and specific who is doing what when. On an op, you know, when an opportunity travels through the sales process. So we see a ton of sales processes, but very few of them are complete. And in the sales process, here's what complete looks like. So first, the sales stages are aligned to the way our customers buy, by stage. And also, each stage should have specific tasks that each person involved in the process needs to accomplish by role and by stage, including the customer. We actually call that a customer verifiable outcome. So this can't be an ad hoc process. Every individual in an, in an organization should know exactly what's expected of them by role and by stage. And so this really makes resource allocation very simple and expected. Right. You're not having to decide what everybody does. Everybody already knows what they're going to do. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so you, you mentioned this at the top. It, this process also ties into the sales planning process. Yeah. So the best companies on the planet all create what we call the plan to make the plan. And a lot of companies have frontline managers complete these plans. And, you know, this is good, but it really misses out on an opportunity to transfer the ownership and accountability at the rep level or the assignment owner level. So some of my favorite examples are where companies have called these plans like franchise plans. The reps are encouraged to look at their assignments as, you know, as if it were their business or franchise, which is awesome. And like great franchise models, they are clear about what the franchisees are planning to do 
and what is needed from the franchisor. Yeah, I think that franchise mindset is something that really goes back to driving accountability. And you as a salesperson need to have accountability for your process. And if you need resources to get your deal done, it's your responsibility to own that and make sure people understand the job that they have too when it comes to uh, the sales planning and, and moving a deal forward in the process. And I think, you know, like everything else we talk about, John, and we talk about it a lot, almost on every podcast episode, there has to be company alignment. Absolutely. There's the term again, company alignment, but a great sales process and a great sales planning process are never just a sales thing. They are a blueprint for collaboration and alignment. So elite companies know that in order to create outstanding customer experiences, they need to engage their entire ecosystem to deliver great value. Yeah, I think, you know, you mentioned having the steps to find in the process and who does what when, and you've talked about the importance of the rep having the accountability to call out what they need. The power of those needs being understood really comes from having a consistent way to talk about your deals, which alignment plays into. I'm curious with your experience with companies, do companies recognize the importance of having that consistent language to talk about deals? Because it sounds so simple. Yeah, you know, I think it's a great point, but it's incredibly important that the reps have a common language that is shared by everybody in the company because when we're reviewing opportunities or we're reviewing territory plans or annual plans or what have you, it, we also need to speak about what it's going to take to be successful. So I, I just wanted to make sure we covered this point as well. So yes, answer to your question, consistent language just is, is paramount. It's what all the elite, com elite companies do. They have a consistent language of value. They have a consistent language of qualification. They have a consistent language of differentiation. But they also have a process that allows the sellers to have a safe place to talk about what's right and what's wrong about the company. And you'll often hear me say, or many people on this podcast have heard me say, I often say the excuse department is closed. But there has to be a time and place in the planning process that frontline resources get a chance to speak about, like I said, what's working and what's not working. I always encourage my teams to tell me exactly what they needed in order to accomplish their plans. I typically did this at the beginning of the planning cycle by asking them, what stands in your way of making this plan? And it was kind of like, you know, speak now or forever hold to your number. <laughs> That's, that should be on a t-shirt, Don. Yes, I like that. Hey, <laughs> but, we got to get some swag for these podcasts. Yeah, like we do. Swag. Let's I, do that. I need to put that on put that on my list here. Excuse department is closed. Do that one first. <laughs> okay, good, good. Um, I think you know the other point that's coming up for me as I hear you talking is that when you need other resources to get your deal done, the broader teams in the company beyond the salespeople need to see their value in moving a deal forward. So if I'm in marketing and somebody needs help with writing an email or m finishing out an RFP or writing some sort of language, if I'm going to stop everything and help them, I need to understand that I have a role, a specific role, and there is value in my participating in this deal, that this is the revenue that we're all tied to. What tips do you have for leaders to instill that cross-functionally? So when the rep asks, everybody jumps, so to speak. 
Yeah, you know, it's a, again, it's a great point. I, you know, the sales process should be very clear on how to access resources by stage, by activity, and who's doing what by role. So who's doing what when? But you know, oftentimes there are great surrounding resources like product and marketing and folks in finance. You know, they're they're all doing their best to add value to opportunities and and territory plans and individuals. And I always try to include those teams when reviewing opportunities. You know, oftentimes there are departments who are trying to insert themselves into the sales process and they're not very clear on why. And so sales organizations get a little departmental and they get kind of closed off and you gotta be careful of that. So I tried to always assume good intentions. So I would ask, what problem are you trying to help the seller with? And where in the process do you think that is most relevant and why? I used to get some great answers. So I wound up changing or updating the process based upon the answers. And in the planning process, all departments should be involved in not only reviewing the rep or territory annual plan, and even in, you know, even in opportunity reviews, but they should be a part of the planning itself. So again, you know, a company alignment is synonymous with collaboration. Everybody should understand what their role is. And sometimes that's not clear. Don't worry about it if you don't have it kind of all written down in some easy to read, you know, process. Just assume good intentions. Ask people what problems are they trying to solve to help the seller solve. It should make it really, really clear. And then draft back into the things that we're talking about here and ultimately build a sales and engagement model or sales process model or an annual planning model or quarterly planning model that is really, really based on everybody's clarity on role, activity, what it does for the company, what it does for the customer, and you should be in really, really good shape on this topic. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, John. This was a good, a good topic to cover. I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with. Well, it's relevant because here we are, and you know, I don't know when this one's going to air, but we're at the beginning of the year here, and a lot of companies I'm talking to they haven't even done any territory plans or opportunity or you know annual plans so and that's horrific so if you haven't done that get going yeah get going don't don't be horrific one of your favorite adjectives i think that's right. so thank you to that's all of you for <laughs> Thank you to all of you for listening. I hope you're enjoying our new Audible Ready podcast. John and I are, have been really excited about launching that. We're excited about these episodes we're bringing to you. We're also going to be starting a new thing on the podcast, some shout outs to some reps who I know are listening or some managers and leaders. Our first one's going to go out to Jonathan Hill. Jonathan Hill is a force management alumni and reached out to us and said he loves the podcast and just would love a shout out. So Jonathan, here's your shout out. Way to go, Jonathan. <laughs> all right. Thank you to all of you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the Audible Ready podcast on your favorite podcast player. Thanks. Have a great day. At Force Management, we're focused on transforming sales organizations into elite teams. Our proven methodologies deliver programs that build company alignment and fuel repeatable revenue growth. Give your teams the ability to execute the growth strategy at the point of sale. Our strength is our experience. The proof is in our results. Let's get started. Visit us at forcemanagement.com. You've been listening to the Audible Ready Podcast. 
to not miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Until next time.